This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, amen. I want us to take one minute and just pray in the Holy Ghost. How about that? And just give God the praise for what He has done. Let's put some mysteries into the atmosphere while praying in, in our heavenly language. Let's just do that for one minute. Let's start praying. Let's lift our voices a little bit louder. Play some prayer into the atmosphere. Oh, Father, we thank you today for 40 years of ministry here at Christian Family Church. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for every miracle in 40 years. Thank you for every salvation. Thank you for any, every ministry that was birthed. We give you the praise and the glory and the honor for that. Lord, as a church, we unite in prayer and we declare that the next 40 years will be greater than the former, Lord. The latter shall be more influential. The supernatural shall come, Father. In Jesus' name, we declare that greater manifestations of the glory and demonstrations of the power, greater miracles and greater glory in Jesus' name. And if you believe it, shout a big amen here. Praise God. Well, you may take your seats. I want to spend a couple of minutes with you. Thank you, Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev, for um, this great honor to minister here. But thank you for leading as a great apostle, dad, spiritual father, uh, pastor, teacher. Everything I know, I've learned from him. And I just want to honor you and Dr. Beth today. We love you, my wife and myself, and our, our whole family. We love you. Can we give it up for Dr. Theo, Apostle Theo today? <laughs> Praise God. I really was thinking on what to minister, you know, speaking on a celebration like this. How do you sustain a, a ministry for 40 years? I mean, this is something to, to celebrate. And I want to speak to you about one key that I have seen in the life of Apostle that we can take home today and start implementing in our lives even more and more. How to sustain a move of God. And it comes down to one thing in Acts chapter um, 9, and I want you to go there with me to the book of Acts chapter 9 and verse number 31. It says, Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee and Samaria had peace and were edified and walking in the fear of of the Lord and the comfort of the Holy Spirit, number two, and they multiplied. How do you multiply the churches? The fear of the Lord and the Holy Ghost cannot exclude them from the church. Now, I want you also go to the book of Haggai, chapter two. Haggai, chapter two, verse number six to verse number nine. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, once more in a little while I will shake heaven and earth the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations and they shall come to the desire of all the nations and I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts, and the glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts, and in this temple I will give peace. How many of you know that the next 40 years will be greater than the previous ones? Amen. I want to ask you this question today. What is God doing on the earth today? What are we seeing God? What is his agenda? What is on the calendar of God? 
we see, we see shakings taking place all over. Let me ask this question. How many of you went through some financial, marital, physical shakings the past 12 months? Let me just see a hand if that, I just want to see if I'm in the right crowd today. Some shakings, shakings taking place all over. After every shaking, three things happen. Now, all of you have raised your hands. You better get excited for three things that's going to happen with your life. The first one is this. After every shaking, the glory of God comes. He says, I will bring glory after the shaking. So we've been shaken. Some, the nation has been shaken. Our economy has been shaken. Churches have been shaken. And the reason for a shaking is simply this, to see what is of God and what is not of God. That which remains is from God. If your business has been shaken and it, and it stood the test of time and it survived, that means it's from God. Everything, once the shaking has taken place, three things come. Number one, the glory of God. And the glory of God simply means this, the fullness of God. Every time you see the word glory, it comes in the measures of fullness. Fullness of joy, fullness of wealth, fullness of prosperity. So I don't know about you, but I'm getting ready for the fullness of the glory of God coming to my life. How many of you can say amen to that? The second thing that happens after shaking is a new economy comes. The silver and the gold comes. Now I'm speaking just to a certain group of people here, not everyone. Just that I'm just trying to find my crowd quickly. Those people that are ready for a new economy in their lives. That are tired of the same old, same old, and the same income, and the same contracts, and the same old, same old. How many of you are ready for a new economy to come to your life? Shout amen. So I believe in the next season of your life, there is coming a new economy that's going to usher you into a new realm of financial authority. You're going to sign deals you've never seen before. You're going to walk in prosperity like never before. You're going to do the things you always wanted to do because there is coming a new economy even to this church. How many of you believe it? And the third thing that happens is the remnant comes. The survivors come. So the remnant come. What does the word remnant mean? In the Hebrew it means sharaf, which means a chosen people. So the Bible says many are called, few are the remnant. The remnant simply means this. You have been chosen. You have survived. How many of you survived some stuff? So you're the remnant, right? It, means the, it also means residue. It means that the, the one that remained. So if a storm would come and those people that remained, they are the remnant. But I love the last definition of the word remnant it means supernatural breed they're just different they survive things that other people fall under they, they just make it in life and the, the remnant is marked by a couple of things and I just want to give you one and then I'm going to go into the aspect the characteristic of this person the remnant normally does mega exploits for God they don't do normal things. They are a bit different. If I look at the life of Noah, Noah did things other people could never do. If you look at Enoch, he did things in his relationship with God that no one else could do. If you look at Jesus, he walked on water, healed a woman on the Sabbath day, and he broke 14 laws just because of, because of healing her on that day. 
he did things no one else did. He was the remnant. And then there was a man on the 12th of September, 1979, that started a church in Bedford View, the remnant. Started a church against all odds. In a little place in Eastgate, a chosen one and his wife, both chosen, if I say that. Remnant, supernatural breed that says South Africa must have a move of God. That there must be more than what we've seen in church. And uh, Apostle Few started praying, locked himself away for hours and prayed to God and started the first meeting on the 12th of September, uh, 9th of September, I think, uh, 1979. And 40 years later, this is what the remnant has produced. I want to tell you there's a remnant in this house tonight that is going to do mega exploits, that's going to do greater things for God, which eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. You're going to build mega ministries, mega businesses. Come on, if you believe it, shout a big amen here. Where's the remnant in this house? Come on, shout, do this with your right hand, your fist like this. Say, I'm the remnant. Now the steps to have a sustainable ministry Business, marriage, simply this in Acts chapter 9, the fear of the Lord. And I want to give you some characteristics on the fear of God. If you have a pen, paper, take out your phones, I want to give you some characteristics of the fear of God. And every characteristic is literally what I've drawn from Apostle Theo's life. And you'll see how this unfolds. Number one, the fear of God sustains you and keeps you on the cutting edge in the spirit. So the fear of God, once it's in my life, will sustain me to be on the cutting edge in the spirit. You know the things that are coming. You know the next move of God. You don't wonder what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. When you lose the fear of God, you lose the hunger for God. The reason why the church is worldwide in a very low-key mode is because we've lost the fear of God. We've lost the hunger of God. If there's no more hunger, God will not feed us anymore. And we become hungry by becoming, or becoming people that live in the fear of God. The second thing about the fear of God, it will keep you focused. The fear of God will keep you focused. On what? On the vision and the mission that God has given you. If your vision is the kingdom of God, we will never have to text you to come to church. What's up with that? Why, will, why must we teach 10 minutes to get 50 rand from you? You must understand the fear of God will keep you in the vision and in the mission of God's kingdom. If I operate in the fear of God, it will keep me on the cutting edge in the spirit. The fear of God, number two, will keep my, my vision and my vision focused on the things of the kingdom of God. Number three, the fear of God will sustain you and keep your priorities in order. Now think about this. If I lose the fear of God, my priorities are not in order anymore. Church is no longer a priority. The kingdom of God is no longer a priority. Your wife is no longer a priority. Your kids are no longer a priority. Everything changes when we lose the fear of God in our lives. And money becomes that first place or that first God that we start serving when we lose the fear of God. The fourth characteristic of the fear of God is 
it causes you to die to yourself. You die to yourself when you live in the fear of God. There's no, there, there, nothing matters. There's nothing of you. Everything of God exists in your life. You know, if I look at Apostle Theo, I see these characteristics. He's on the cutting edge. He's never lost the vision and the mission for this, for this ministry. Hello? The priorities has always been God. And also, he dies to himself on a daily basis. And we need to get this. Apostle Theo and Apostle Bev, they are great men and women of God. People of prayer, which sustains them. Fasting, hearing the voice of God, positive confession. But the foundation of all of that is the fear of God. Out of the fear of God, respect of God, I want to pray. I want to give. I want to be in fellowship with God. I don't do those things out of getting something from God. I'm doing it from the basis, the foundation of that I live in the fear of God. Number five, the fear of God will restrict sin in our lives. It will not allow sin in our lives or in our churches. The sixth characteristic of the man walking in the fear of God is that he will constantly pursue God. Always one more of God. Always one more of the things of God. The moment I lose the fear of God, that's the moment I'm going to become a normal person. I don't want to be normal. I don't want to be a common person. I don't want to be an ordinary person. I want to be an extraordinary person. I want to be living above and beyond. How many of you are living, want to live like that? Amen. So the fear of God needs to be in our hearts. Fear of God keeps everything intact in our lives. The seventh characteristic is that the fear of God causes us to be conscious of the presence of God. We constantly live in the presence of God. This is how you see a person who operates in the fear of God. When God asks them to, to sow a seed, they don't argue with God. It's a joy for them to write out a million rand or a million dollars because God spoke to them and they want to do that. A person who's lost the fear of God would, would like to take honor for that seed. In miracles, because Apostle Theo operates in, ministry, in the ministry of miracles, I've seen this. He never takes the glory for himself. A person who's lost the fear of God will make it all about him. Take selfies with the, with the guy coming out of the wheelchair, putting his name there. Come on, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Ask for money for that miracle. Ask for money for the prophecy. Those are people who've lost the fear of God. Your apostle, my apostle, our spiritual father has never done it, will never do that. When the people get healed, he walks out of the camera shot because he knows I need to die to myself and I cannot take glory for anything. And that is why I'm saying the fear of God is what keeps us there, molds us there. The fear of God, another characteristic will cause you to preach what you live. You will be too afraid to preach a message that you don't live. If you preach about tithing, we tithe. Preach about the glory of God, we'll show you the glory of God. Apostle Theo, when he speaks about miracles, you, you'll, you'll demonstrate the miracles. There's so many that preach about miracles and the supernatural but never demonstrate anything. Preach about tithing, yet they never tithe. Thank God we have an apostle that lives in the fear of God. 
And the reason why I'm speaking to you this, is this. The Bible says we must imitate. Imitate your spiritual father. Live according to that. Live in the fear of God. Humble yourselves in the presence of God. Another characteristic is the fear of God will let racism go. South Africa, we need to come to this point that we understand. That we need to come to the fear of God. I thank God for our nation. Uh, we have a great nation. And there's coming a greater move of God in this nation than we've ever seen before. I can sense in the spiritual realm that there is coming a revival again in this nation. I'm telling you today, there is coming a move of the Holy Ghost. There's coming a remnant that's going to arise and say, we want again the power of the Holy Ghost. Do you agree with me here today? But we cannot do it in, the, in discrimination and it's for the white and it's for the black and it's for the Indian. No, we all have to come together like today and say, we don't care about color and race and denomination. We are one in the blood of the lamb. We are bought with the blood of the lamb. Come on, how many of you believe that here today? If they want to take a DNA sample of a kid, they don't take skin samples. They take blood samples. And we are bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. Africa will have a move of the Holy Ghost. Come on. We will have a supernatural encounter with God. It's not over with South Africa. This is just the beginning. Out of darkness, the glory of God is going to arise. I declare today here that the coming move of God is going to be a supernatural outpouring of signs, wonders, miracles. Churches are going to be flooded with souls coming to the kingdom of God. If you believe it, shout amen. The fear of the Lord. Somebody say the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord will cause you to forgive. If you live in the fear of God, you will not live with unforgiveness and grudges. I have applied a principle that Apostle Theo taught us. Bless your enemies. The Bible teaches us, but I saw him doing it. People that accused him, people that gossiped about him, sowed money into them, they never knew about it. And, and when I asked Apostle Theo, how did you do that? He said this to me, he says, that made me free. I want to tell you this, when you live in the fear of God, people can gossip, people can say stuff, it will not affect you because you live in the fear of God that I need to forgive. I'm not going to live in offenses, hatred, bitterness, grudges. I live in the fear of God. I'm going to give you one or two more and then I want to show you something. In the fear of God, we worship Him in spirit and in truth. The pulpit have changed the gifts of God to entertainment. I preach around the world. Let me tell you something. Praise and worship has been replaced by entertainment. The fear of God has been replaced by hyper grace messages. Deliverance have been replaced by counseling. The church of Jesus Christ, the ten virgins, there were the ten and then eventually the five. They all looked the same. They all had the same stuff. The only difference was what was inside of the five that had the oil of God, and they were expecting the coming of God. And that five is called the remnant. They were ready for the kingdom. And I believe I'm speaking to the remnant here. This church has survived every attack you can think of. They survived everything in 40 years. you part of the remnant church. And lastly is this, they don't speak against men of God. 
They don't ever speak against men of God. I want to show you a clip of, of a prophecy. And I believe that this will bless you. And from there, I want to pray for you. And I believe that the fear of God is going to erupt in this house. And God is going to bring back His fear, His honor, His reverence back in your life. So media, if you can help me just to play this clip. Thank you. It's my hour, says God, to sweep the nations of the world with a revival. And I have positioned some of you for this moment, for this hour. I've carefully selected those who I know would be available, ready vessels that I could use in this moment of time. I have positioned some of you to be great leaders, to do mighty exploits and lead in this revival. And you say, well, how should I know that that is me, Lord? How shall I know that you've destined me for this? For your heart burns within you. My fire is lit within you. An unquenchable fire that consumes you from within that cannot be put out. Destiny and purpose burn within your heart. For you know the time and the season of your visitation. And I say to you now, press in. Press in to what I have for you, says the Lord. Press in for this what I promised ahead. Do not draw back. Study to show thyself approved. Press into the things of my spirit. My anointing is upon you and in you for great exploits. I have carefully planned and strategized this last revival. And I've called you and destined you to be part of that in this critical hour. I have positioned you now for this moment in time. And do not miss that, for you have been positioned by me. All that you have been through, all the training that you've experienced, the trials, the persecutions, the problems, the blessings, is part of the training for this hour. Rise up now and lay hold of that which I have for you. Do not draw back. Do not shrink away from the responsibility that I have called you to shoulder. For I will be your strength. I am your strength, says God. I am your wisdom. And it's not by your strength either. It's not by your might or your power. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. I have carefully positioned you for this hour. And you know who you are. For my spirit rises up in you. And my glory rests in you. 
I want everyone here that feels they are called for this end time move of God, the remnant, to stand, please. Thanks, Derek. It's coming an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. In the next five minutes, the glory of God is going to fill this whole place. And the power of God is going to be demonstrated with signs, wonders, and miracles. How many of you are ready for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost? We are not going to leave this conference dry, just empty. No, we're going to go back as the remnant. We're going to go back as this prophecy was spoken, that there are some of you that will carry this move of God, some of you that will move in the supernatural, some of you that will be activated to do these greater works that we have seen in this end time move of God. So I want you, wherever you are in this building, I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost because the fear of God is birthed when we worship Him in spirit. I want the fear of God to come back in your life. That means you need to die to your ego, die to the titles, die to the stuff around you. And just focus a little bit on the Lord here. That's good. Gonna go there, we're gonna go there. Men of God, pressing, you are the representative of your church. Take back the anointing of God to your cities, to your nations. Let me hear the sound of the people crying to God. Let me hear the sound of the people hungry for God, for a move of His Spirit, a move of the glory of God. This end time move will not be specific. It will be an all-inclusive move. There will be prophecies and healings and prosperity and everything will be all-inclusive in the coming move of the Holy Ghost. Let's lift our voices a little bit louder. Come on, cry out to Him. I want to hear you cry, Africa. Come on, let the sound of Africa arise. Let's go. Father, we access the supernatural power of God now. I ask that the fear of the Lord shall return, that we will carry the coming move of God with integrity, with honor. Let revival come, erupt in our nation, erupt in the nations of the world. People watching online, Father, from different parts of the world, we release the glory of God. Come on, just go a little bit louder. Come on, cry out to Him. Come on, 2,000 plus people can cry out to the Lord for a move for revival. The only answer for our nation is a move of God. Come Holy Ghost. Touch our churches. Touch our families. Encounter us with your presence, God. We are hungry for you, Lord. We want to be on the cutting edge of the Spirit. I declare sick people be healed right now. If you're sick in your body, come on, appropriate your healing now. Reach out, appropriate it, touch it. This is your moment now to be healed. In the glory of God, He touches people, not a man. He touches you. 
Father, bring breakthroughs, bring healing, bring deliverance. I command deaf ears open, blind eyes see, cripples, I command you, walk in Jesus' name. Every spirit of sickness and diseases, loose the people. I bring healing in the blood, in the bones, in the muscles, in the organs, in Jesus' name, Father. We give you the praise and the glory and all the honor in Jesus' name. Just the keyboard. I declare that the remnant shall walk in the fear of God. Just Derek. In the fear of the Lord you shall walk. And you shall be on the cutting edge of the Spirit. And you shall walk in the favor of God. And you shall walk in the miraculous power of God. And you shall walk in the dimension of the supernatural. And you shall walk with the glory of God will surround you day and night. And I declare that Christian family church and every son in this house, the next 40 years shall be greater glories, greater miracles, greater buildings. Come on, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost is here. If you believe it, give God a good praise here. Come on, praise Him in the house for souls. Come on, we give you the praise, Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.